What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's Quick Snaps. Aaron Hodges and Kostaki Economopoulos here to break down the NFL draft, among other highlights. How are you, buddy? Uh, great, man. How are you doing? I'm chomping at the bit for my hot take. I know, I know. You're, you're teasing a hot take off the top, so good news for all the listeners that are here at the beginning because you're ready to go. You're steaming. You're piping I have a hot, hot. take. You're ready to go, and I can't take it anymore. I, Hit me. I very it. rarely have a hot take. I you, very rarely have a take at all. There's a big cheese in Wisconsin who's fed up and thinking about not coming back. Oh, That's the big story, right? Okay. Uh, right. And the, and basically the storyline goes as follows. Brian Gutekunst, who puts the cunst in Gutekunst, uh, <laughs> is the GM of the Packers. And last year for the draft, a week, a year ago this weekend, in the first round, after drafting, by the way, Nine defensive players in the first round the prior years, right? The Packers drafted nine in a row defensive players in the first round. Uh-huh. The first offensive player they they take in the decade was Jordan Love, presumably to replace Aaron Rodgers someday. Right. Right. And then their second round pick was uh, the backup running back. So neither of the picks was particularly useful in – pushing this team over the edge to win a Super Bowl. And that's grounds for Aaron Rodgers being a crabby bastard, right? I agree with that. I think these were terrible decisions. We thought that at the time. We continue to think that. This is a team that's poised for greatness around the edge. Build around him like they did in Tampa Bay. Give him everything that he could get and let him go do it. However, and that's the national narrative, but I am here to say, Uh-oh. and I don't know why no one else has said this. Uh-oh. That's why it's a hot take. You're a grown-up. You're being paid millions of dollars. You maybe made $200 million from playing a kid's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the manager? You know, One of the picks rubbed you the wrong way, so now you're going to take your ball and go home? You were like one play away from the Super Bowl last year. You were the league MVP. You were on a perennially competitive good team with a giant pile of money and huge success in every direction. Stop being a whiny prick. What are you doing? You're going to quit? You're going to insist that the general manager be fired? You can't beat out the kid they brought in who's a project? That's your issue, you whiny bastard? Come on! This is this is big time football. You're being paid a lot of money to take some of the tough things, to deal with the press and to handle things with grace and to handle it when fans boo you even though they're dumb. Yeah, the manager made a mistake. All right, happens every year all the time. You go down the draft list of the seven picks, whatever, 10 picks, four picks, whatever they have every year, most of them don't work out. Get over yourself. Shut up and play football, you whiny bastard. (laughs) That's my hot take. 
It's pretty good. It's pretty good as far as hot takes go. It's hard to agree or disagree with anything you just said. It does feel like this is carryover from last year. Last year, he was unhappy with him, right? So right. I don't know what the Packers did in this year's draft, but Rodgers was already out before the draft anyway. So, Yes, and to pile on, uh, Florio was saying this today, and I think he's right. The way that this happened, it's clearly Rodgers and his people who have leaked this story like the day of the draft, it's some crazy revenge thing, right? Which is makes it even worse. You're you're trying to be the hero of blue collar fans in Wisconsin, and you're a multi zillionaire jackass who's now harming the team's capacity to do well. Once you've decided to take your ball and go home, like makes it even worse. Yeah, the optics aren't good. I mean, the timing was was very weird, and it is a little bit self-serving to kind of drop it on draft day what do you expect the gm to do you're putting him in a in a terrible position because now they're losing focus on what's happening in the draft and what they're going to do because now they have to they have to they're going to field calls because if aaron Rodgers is like i'm out i'm not coming back teams are going to call right so he's going to call you it changes the way that you think about the decisions that you're making like it's just it's just it's a poison pill to the whole organization. It doesn't seem that's not a team player. That's not where they pay you the big money to be the face of the thing. You're being a jackass. Stop it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, oh, maybe maybe he could walk. Maybe he could knock this around with his family. Oh no, he can't because he hasn't talked to them in seven years. Is that right? Maybe he's the problem. I don't know why that's not part of the national narrative. It's always about Gutekunst making this mistake, and they didn't tell him that they were going to draft. Well, first of all, you don't know you're going to draft the guy until the right thing all happens in the one. What are you going to call him first during the tick down of the clock with the thing? It. I don't know. Like, what headliners sometimes like the pain in the ass comedy headliners. Like, well, I can't have a comic in front of me who does, says fuck or, you know, he does this thing about his mother. I do a thing about my mother. Like, you're getting the big check. It's your job to figure it out and, and be the big boy. I feel the same way about Rogers. Like, I don't want you to sell something in front of me. What are you talking about? He's the middle act. He's selling something so he could eat dinner tonight. Yeah. Stop whining about all the things around you. You're right. the big shot. Act like a big shot. Uh, well, I mean, there's a there's a level of entitlement that you get at any level of profession when you get to the top of it, right? You feel like you're entitled to to certain things. And I think no, Aaron Rodgers not, feels not if that. you're a good guy. But Aaron Rodgers feels that way. <laughs> I don't think, I, you know, it's a case-by-case basis. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but, I mean, he's got a right to be a little bit annoyed at what's been happening with the organization and all that stuff. So it's it's a tough line to walk where, you know, you're disappointed in your team's performance as far as draft and free agents and all that stuff. You can't, you also can't bad mouth your current teammates, right? You have to walk that line you're in a tough position. I agree. And I, when you watch what they did with Brady, they brought him to a new team and they're like, what do you want? Yes, we'll sign him. We'll sign him. We'll sign him. We'll sign him. They did everything that he asked and they built a winner in part because they took Brady's input and he feels like he's not, they're not listening enough to his input. As I think should. that's a fair complaint. Yeah. I, I think that any franchise quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or, you know, the list is short. But if yeah. they've been your franchise quarterback for 10 years, 
And, you know, they're at the end of their peak where I think they've earned the right to have a little bit of input on what the makeup of the team. I don't disagree with that. And I'm sure they, that he has input. I'm just saying this, I'm taking my ball and going home end game is that's ridiculous. Do you think that's how it ends though? I mean, yeah, he's, he, I saw a headline today. It sure sounds like it said he told teammates he has no intention of playing for the Packers again. So yeah, it seems I, like it's some done. insider this weekend said that he puts the odds of Aaron coming back at less than 5%. Mm. And and Schefter said, you know, how does he feel? You know, they asked Schefter, how does he feel about the draft? He goes, uh, frankly, I don't think he cares at all about what the Packers are doing anymore. I don't think he has any, any intention of ever putting on that uniform again. Interesting. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they, there's all these stories about the owner, not the owner. There's no owner, which is kind of weird. Uh, the manager and the president and the all, all these people, the coach, have been flying to California to go visit him and try to smooth things over. Like I'm an owner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I bought, yeah. I bought a share. We all own the Packers. Yeah. By the way, he has one of the best receivers in the league, maybe the best receiver, and the other supporting receivers are quite good. It's so weird. When you're doing the top five wide receivers, he never gets mentioned. Devontae Adams. Wow, come on. He's top five for sure. He's probably number one. He's number one in fantasy. I think he should be mentioned, but I'm saying like he's he's not. I I think he absolutely is. People still think Julio is, but you know. (laughs) <laughs> Those people are called idiots. Julio's top, Julio's top 10. <laughs> Let's shout out to Dave, a bonus on the check-in here. Pretty sure he says, pretty sure it was the onion that had a headline to the effect that Aaron Rodgers sprains chip on shoulder. Oh, nice. He's always That's been funny. a red ass. Whatever. I don't know what that means. Red, red ass. <laughs> you ever heard ass. somebody called the red ass? You ever heard I've that? never heard that. Please yeah. explain yourself, Dave. What, yeah. is, what is that? Is that a local... Is that a colloquialism in your neck of the woods? I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, that is that is funny. Shout out to uh, DJ Droma on the check-in, too. Uh, Dave Dave Scott, he was the guest not too long ago, also goes by the name of Droma, who did the oh, Quick yeah. Snaps opening song, who also has an album out now of instrumentals that I listened to. Uh, really, really fun. Really dynamic all over the place please just check out droma on i don't know spotify apple music all the things where you listen to music show some love to the quick snaps theme song creator yeah that's nice i like that i'm for that so do we get glenn are we getting glenn we got glenn we'll see how it goes he says he's on the ipad this time you know this is what i love about glenn and i gotta bust his balls every time he comes in but this (laughs) is what i love about glenn hey Aaron. Hey, hey, can you can you send me some some recommendations on on microphones? Uh, I'd like to join you around draft time. Can you send me some recommendations? Can you send me some recommendations? Send your recommendation. What does he do? Jack squat. <laughs> well, you got your recommendations. It took like um two or three months to get the recommendation. And you still had a month to act. Adito Kumbo. Adita Kumbu. What's he saying? That's Translate for me, Kostaki. Translate for me, please. That's one of the new players. There's a bunch of crazy names in this draft. Oh, okay. Adita Kumbu. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Glenn. Are you excited about your Falcons? Uh, they got an A-plus oh. from ESPN. This is the best one since Michael Vick. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I think that might I be right. Pitts the whole way. Gator Schmader. He is awesome. He is so big and fast and strong. I'm so excited for him. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad they didn't go quarterback. They The way they moved all the money into Matt Ryan's like two years from now, it's it would be weird to bring in a young kid and then not let him play because you're paying Matt Ryan 40, $42 million or whatever it is. Just kick that down the road. Keep your Matt Ryan, and uh, you can have this rookie wage scale chapter in a couple three years. No hurry. We'll just we'll just kick it down the road. Well, they threw some defensive guys in there. I was happy with most of them, and we signed Barkevius Mingo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> it's almost as fun to say as I didn't want. Oh, I forgot it already. Atatatiko <laughs> Kupa. <laughs> Dave followed up on the red ass comment. He says, "Angry like a, Wait a red minute, is ass that for me? baboon." <laughs> Angry like a red ass baboon. All right. So, you Glenn, know how the baboon's got that red ass. Glenn, did you watch the draft? I, I've flipped in and out a good bit. It's a little traumatic for me because whatever year No Sean Marino got drafted, mm. I was watching the whole thing from the hospital with my appendix out. Mm. So every 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 draft, I'm reminded of the pain. Oh, that's okay. okay. That's interesting. You have an association with the draft. That's yeah, weird. I was always very positive, Michael Vick, until something happened with Michael Vick, and that one became painful too. So now the I had some trauma brought up by the draft too. Let me explain. So that whole thing with the the fans sitting in the seat. Hmm. Fans of the team sitting in uh, the commissioner's chair before they announced the picks. And then I found it so odd that they weren't allowed to actually announce the pick. They were just sitting in the chair. Right. So well, they just were, they were just grabbed out of the crowd. Like price is right. You can't trust them to read a card. These oh, are lunatics. Come on. I think, <laughs> I think they went for the fattest ones though. They were, they were yeah. the impressive. Well, um, Hey, array. yeah. They definitely went for the most colorful, which I guess is a funny idea. Why not? Because when I was a kid, one of the punishments that I would get for acting out, whatever, my parents forced me to sit in a chair for hours. <laughs> Just sit there in the chair. So I'm watching these people not be able to announce the pick. They're just sitting in the chair feeling like a <laughs> dummy. So I felt like Goodell was trying to teach him a lesson. And I was yeah. very, very triggered. I'm an um, education professional, and I happen to know that that's a perfectly good way of getting a boy in line. Is it? Just sit your ass down over there and calm the fuck down. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's what we say at school. I'm, I, I, I forgot where I was. <laughs> you got to clean it up from school to come here. That's Quick right. snaps. You look sure. good, Glenn. Your hair's all blown back. Were you like riding a motorcycle around with no helmet or something? What's no, I've been letting it grow out a little bit, but that does expose the gray on the temples. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Well, you got lots of gray in the chin anyway. Who I cares? Know, I know. You gotta catch that up. <laughs> that's what fifty one's like, ain't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you look like a real weathered Mitt Romney. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I always try let's, to keep Mitt Romney. Let's boo him. <laughs> Are you are you Trump enough to boo me? Are you Trump enough? <laughs> Did you see, by the way, what Romney said when he got up there? He said, aren't you embarrassed? And all I could do was think of Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I'm embarrassed. 
<laughs> you got one fan here. Like the Falcons a little bit though. There's still nobody is going to come flying around the end and tackle the quarterback. But I don't think we're. It's it's going to be more holding that front line on defense, and then you know good corners, you know make cover, making the coverage. I think it's. A, I think the defense is going to look a lot better. Yeah, I think so too. I would like a Javon Curse type someday. I can't remember ever rooting for that guy in a Falcons jersey. Did I, am but I misremembering? They're not. They're not there anymore. There's not. It's not Reggie White and Derek Thomas anymore. I mean, the the OTs are better or they're bigger or it just doesn't happen like it used to. It's no Lawrence Taylor out there anymore. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's some guys who just like they're just fun to I watch. Of anybody that's like them. I mean, anywhere even close. I to mean, Prime Von Miller was about as close as I can think of, and that's been years. Yeah. What about Aaron Donald? You're saying he's a different type. He's more of the. He's blocking up the middle, right? I mean, he's not yeah, he's yeah. and killing the quarterback. Stop yeah, being so right. fun when they stop letting you land on them. <laughs> what about Jadavian Clowney? And what about the what about the kid from the the giant from uh, the Browns? That that oh know. yeah, he's about as good as they get right now, as far as that goes. I mean, right. he ain't got somebody's helmet in his hand. He's not so tough. <laughs> not so tough. <laughs> <laughs> what you were just saying about Devontae Adams, you know why his numbers are so good? Because Aaron uh, Rodgers is so Aaron good. Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. <laughs> I could catch those passes. Oh, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't. I don't know about I that. Can, but, but you can catch these hands. You keep talking that smack. <laughs> nah, Packers are crazy. What are they thinking? That Jordan Love decision is going to go down in history. I mean, significantly because he ain't never going to amount to nothing. Yeah. I think I agree with that. It was a terrible mistake. And and now that you're here, why don't you just fire Brian Gutekunst if that's all it takes to keep the giant <laughs> star in the face of the thing? I mean, he'll just go somewhere else and do the same thing somewhere else. He'll be fine, right? You got to clean up the mess. I, just, I don't see – I mean, unless this is the ghost of Brett Favre at work. You know, I think he's <laughs> manipulating things from the inside. I wouldn't doubt it. I'll get you back. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it at all. But yeah, Devontae, Devontae Adams is definitely an elite receiver, even without Aaron Rodgers. He makes any quarterback look good as well. So, I mean, they're lucky to have each other. Well, well we'll see did. this year, won't we? I guess we will. <laughs> I bet his numbers drop precipitously with Jordan Love. You can't even count this past year. I don't think it counts for anything. You know, no, the fans in the stands makes all the difference. I think, I mean, if we can get somewhere back to normal and play some real football this year, then it'll be a totally different ballgame. Hmm. Though I think Brady's still going to be an asshole and win a lot of games. (laughs) But you know what? That's another good thing about the draft. The Falcons managed to, like, the Panthers didn't take a quarterback, right? The Saints didn't take one until way later. Like, I'm not scared of anybody in the division except for Brady. Yeah. That's good news. I saw that. I actually looked him up and he's, what is he, 6'9, 6'7? Something crazy. I think. Six five and two forty or so, but he can't throw the ball to hit. Oh my god, he was such, he was. I loved having him at Florida. He was awesome to have at Florida because he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> then he goes and Kyle Trask comes in and whoops our ass. So yeah. I'm told that there's a uh, a Georgia boy on the New York Giants now, and he's our new favorite player. Yeah, Ojalari is a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. I was so sad that he he declared early. Because I didn't think he'd he racked up enough stats, but apparently he had. He is terrifying. Yeah. He's a run around the end, grab you guy. 
I don't know if he'll concentrate on the quarterback, though. I mean, he was always there to make the tackle and quick, strong and quick. I mean, all you want, a linebacker. Okay. All right. Um, now, is Ogletree gone, or did he just have, like, a short deal? Or I couldn't I, – I forgot to check. But Don't know. That would be – you could be all Bulldogs in the D backfield. He's been around forever. I'd be surprised if he's still playing, but I don't yeah. know. That didn't keep up. Do you get that clip of Gettleman saying Georgia? Did we find it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is it funny the way he says it? It's hard to believe that it wasn't ironic or joking. Like he literally says it that way. And even the guys during the draft, like, stop to give him shit about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. How does he say it? Do your best impression. I couldn't. It's it was like not from this earth. It was it wasn't even an accent that I could get my head around. It made no sense. It was it's insane. Is, it, is there any way we could grab some version of it super fast? I tried to look for it, but uh, oh, you didn't find I it. Okay, didn't find it. No, well, it's worth looking wants up. To hear your voices anyway, Kostaki. Yeah, my voices are terrible. Not, we're not all professionals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, there were two records set. Alabama had eight picks in the first two rounds. A- eight players from a college team are NFL starter worthy immediately. That's just insta- insane to me. How do they put a salary cap on them? I know, right? How do they have the balls to call themselves the University of Alabama? They're a football trade school with a sociology department. Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Georgia actually also set a record because they had nine players taken during the whole course of the draft, which had never happened before. So I was kind of pleased to see that. They weren't all big studs like Ojolari, but they, you know, there were several every every time I blinked, there was another Georgia player highlight. It was pretty cool. Yeah, somebody was talking about Ben Cleveland. I mean he he took a long time to really kind of come around to Georgia, but he was he he's gonna be good in the NFL. Big old white guy. Yeah, I think it was Dave Demashek who said uh the Ravens drafting a man named Cleveland in Cleveland was a little too on the nose for this uh, for this guy. That's just rude. <laughs> He's huge. I saw, I saw a picture of him with his girlfriend. It was, it's like one of those Shaq and his girlfriend kind of things. Oh, where like, boy. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Those two women need to get a support group. <laughs> what would they call, what would they call it? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, there's some dirty writing right there happening in my brain. Support. We can't say it here. We'll say it at Glenn's school. Yeah. <laughs> hey West man, what you want? Uh GA on the map, Mama Economopolis. She's proud, proud Georgia, Georgia girl there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on the map, yes. So the Giants um, look like they were primed. Yeah, I'm all, you're all falconed out here. They were yeah. primed to take Devontae Smith, and then the Eagles jumped them and took them. I think these Eagles are obsessed with us. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> I like what Gettleman did. I love that he traded down and got another first-round pick next year. And, you know, so what? They still got a great receiver. They'll be fine. I I think trading down, if you could ever do it, uh, is the way to go. Anytime anyone wants to pay you to move around a little bit, take it, take it, take it, take it. You know your wife can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Krista. <laughs> Trading her down for a player to be named later. <laughs> You're more afraid of Krista kicking your ass than your school firing you. 
<laughs> Don't forget, Glenn. We can sit your ass down in that chair anytime we want. It's just a click of a mouse. All right. How's Key West? How what's yeah. going on down there? Is everything cool? All good. All good. There's some drinking to being done, so you know, you know how it goes. Is it sort I'm of teaching during the day and, and drinking during the night? All right. It, it, you can. There's lots of outdoor choices for sitting and drinking, lots, right? Lots of outdoor, and we don't we don't even have the virus here. You can just there's not a mask to be found. It's it's so nice to not have to worry about it. I mean, you're kind of joking, but you're kind of serious, right? We're too drunk to care. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's less people there. There's not a ton. Are are people vacation in there now? It's coming back, but not cruise ships yet. Okay. Though there was some lovely politics in action in Florida this week. What happened? Key West. The city of Key West voted over 60% to stop giant cruise ships from coming in and limiting it to like 1,500 or smaller. Uh-huh. And the state of Florida decided in the legislature that they weren't going to let Key West make that decision. And wow. they, uh, they said that, that they would be controlling with the decisions about who was coming into the port and who wasn't. It's so interesting. Uh, so many uh, people with philosophies on government that say, you know, let the towns and the states decide so often don't want the towns and the states to decide. Yeah. Well, and sometimes the they get it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the, the towns screw it up. You got to get in there and fix it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'll give you a peek out the window and then I'll, I'll let you go. All right. Uh, we're, let's see if I can see the, can you see the palms in the sunset? This is almost uh, as good uh, as uh, Susan's tour where we got to see the beer <laughs> fridge. Sorry. All right, fine. Hey, where did you, did you, did you uh, bring that curtain with you from colonial Georgia? Mm. Let me see that curtain again. No, I, I, I sewed that one myself. Let me get, let me get, let me get a closer look again. It's too bright with the, yeah. Bring, bring us all the way in there. What is that? What is on that curtain? They're just dots. They're just dots? And do those windows have weights in them? <laughs> No, did you so. did you literally make those yourself, Glenn? I yeah yeah I'm a big sewer. <laughs> Huge. I'm like a colonial wife. I often say that about you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's really good to see good. you, buddy. Thanks too, for coming guys. on, man. Y'all are funny. Y'all keep it up now. Go it's the me. NFL draft season. This is when our team is just as good as everybody else. That's right. And maybe even a little better with that A every now and then. I saw B minus as low as B minus on ESPN. But, you know uh, why though? It's because Kuiper thought we should have taken a uh, quarterback there, so he lowered us for that. He gave he gave the Falcons giant grades on the second and third pick, but he he thought the first one that could have gone. Uh, he thought we should have gone quarterback, which well, I, when we got Felipe Franks for free, why would we even need to bother? With <laughs> He can come out and throw the ball five feet over everybody's head as good as anybody. <laughs> that, he is the quintessential. That's the drafting based on size and shape and speed and numbers that you feel like we you could fix, fix him, him eventually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe put him at tight end. Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tebow back, baby. Mm-hmm. The, oh, please come back. Price please. Back Christmas. I've been on one knee the whole weekend praying for Tebow to get back in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you on one knee. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No, me either, but it's funny. <laughs> Bye, Glenn, our favorite seamstress. <laughs> I like that guy. He's fun sometimes. I think hey, that Glenn. was the right that Bye, level Glenn. of accent. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. 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 He, sometimes he puts it on too much. That, that accent was, is crazy sometimes. He's like, I'm. That was I'm, just regular, colorful Glenn. Yeah. That's the Glenn we like and need. All right. We don't need Glenn times 10. No one, no one needs Glenn times 10. Glenn times 1.5 is a lot. Yeah. That's how I listen to my Glenn podcast. 1.5. Get to the point. He's sewing the curtains. <laughs> having a few drinks at the bar. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Oh, man. Well, Good let's times. talk some more draft. We we had uh, the Bears traded up for quarterback, right? That was, that was one of the big stories of the draft. Uh, they gave up a first rounder next year and some other stuff too. They actually gave up quite a bit, but you know, no one thought they were going to wind up with a good quarterback, and they did. And so, hey, this might be all right. Like the Bears are going to start him right away. They're going to start Fields right away. Or I mean, is Andy Dalton going to be QB one? If I were the Bears, Andy Dalton would be my quarterback for a month. Right. Let him let Fields see the game and study and be and go through the process and be a little antsy and overprepared before he gets out there and and then hand him the reins. Right. Andy Dalton's good enough for that, too. I mean, he's Andy Dalton's what the 47th best quarterback in the world? Sure. 39th? Sure. He can get any team to four and 12. (laughs) (laughs) But he's. Fine. He's better than a rookie. Just just fell off a truck and you know. I'm not so sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm playing pickup ball, I'm trading picks. I'm the captain. You're the captain. I got first pick. Taking fields, even though I don't know how good I don't know how good he is, but right. I believe he's better than Andy Dalton. He's certainly more fun to watch. I mean, even if it's a flop, it'll be more interesting. Yeah. Because because you know what you're getting with Andy. So I agree with that as a fan. And, you know, you don't expect that team to be competitive this year. Although mm-hmm. they have made the playoffs two out of the three last years. I mean, this people keep talking about how the Bears suck. They've not, they've kind of quietly been average or better than average, even though there's a perception that they suck because they had such a bad run this year and Trubisky's been so hot cold. You know, maybe the Bears will be good soon. That'd be a, that'd be a fun story. I'd like I, them and, to be. I would love them to be, and I, I love that the Jaguars are phenomenally better than they were a week ago, and I love that the Jets are phenomenally better. I, I want all these, you know, perennially terrible teams to be great. I think it would be fun. You know, how quickly we forget about Manju Mania. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> what, what happened? The world was in love with Gardner Minshew, and now... I think you can still be in love with him. He's still a character to to uh, to love. He's the... He's Andy Dalton level. He's he's the 37th best quarterback in the world. 10 notches higher. I think that's right, actually. But Well, he's the 42nd. He's somewhere in there. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> he's but, a good backup. You know, everybody said he was going to be the guy, and now you get some other guy with long hair, and now nobody wants to even talk about you. I feel bad for <laughs> Gardner Minshew. 
He went full mullet. That was too much. That was too much. That was a bridge too far. That was a bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> Even for Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Even classy Jacksonville was like, wait a minute. I like my wide receivers with a mullet, but not my quarterback. <laughs> not my quarterback. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. You got to put him on the ticket. But, I mean, the Giants, I think they're pretty well set up next year to draft a quarterback if DJ's not the dude. They got a bunch of picks by trading down. But I sure hope not picking Fields doesn't come back to haunt them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i actually, I, I'm a little bit of the Kuiper school of I think Fields was the second best quarterback on the list. And I don't know how he could have possibly fallen as far as he did, especially past teams like the Panthers and the Broncos who clearly need a quarterback. It seems weird that you could have him without having to trade up and you would still go, Nah, I don't know what I'm missing. I mean, he played great under the hottest, whitest lights in the biggest games against the best competition. I mean, that's he's he strikes me. Here's my here's another hot take. He strikes me as being a Deshaun Watson type that people didn't draft as high as some others, but will come through as being the the monster of that group. And I think I'm always going to have that in the back of my mind. <laughs> you know, just second guessing Dave Gettleman. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I can't get over that guy. He's such a character. He traded down twice this year after – there was sort of this funny narrative as the draft was getting closer that Gettleman never trades back. Like, whatever, eight seasons, he's never traded down. And he actually addressed it in a press conference. He said, hey, I've tried a few times. You know, sometimes what happens is you have a deal sort of tentatively in place, and then the player that they were drafting up to – they were trading up to get gets drafted in front of you. And then the deal goes away, and he didn't say what it was, but he goes, we've had that. Yeah. So I thought it was funny that he was even defensive about that. And then he did it twice in the same draft. Like, wow, good for him. Yeah, he got good instant reviews, so he crowdsourced the strategy, and he said, let me do this in the second (laughs) round, too. What do the people want from me? (laughs) (laughs) It is impossible. I was a a guest on another podcast that he asked me about the Giants, too, and I was saying, everybody's mad at Gettleman, but for – completely opposite reasons like you know what i mean like they might be coming from exactly opposite directions and everybody's mad at him but nobody seems to like gettleman as the giants gm but he's been there for a long time it's weird that he he sort of has this reputation as being not being very well liked and he's been there for a while right it's only been like three years uh but he was he had trouble in carolina like steve smith didn't like him He, he had issues with him and uh, he, he was kind of known as not a very friendly guy to some players. It's interesting. I, I, I wish I could be a fly on the wall for some of this stuff and know more about how it works. Like, what, what's the expectation? Are you supposed to be chummy with the GM? Like, who cares? What a weird thing to – I don't know. I, I don't guess. know either. I remember watching Hard Knocks when it was the Browns, and I can't remember the GM's name, but he seemed like a guy who was – you know, pretty well liked by the players and the staff. And I was like, oh, okay. I think that's the kind of GM I would like in my organization. Just the way he yeah, carries okay. himself, you know? Gettleman seems like but, a my way or the <clears throat> highway type of guy. Right. And I'm sure that it's easy to come off as a guy who's trading human lives as commodities. You know, it's... It is a little bit of a cold job when you mm-hmm. really break down what it is. Totally. Like you're supposed to do what's good for the organization at the expense of 
all the other regular human things of loyalty and mm-hmm. kindness and yep. generosity and the guy just had a baby. Yeah, well, he's not the best linebacker anymore. Goodbye. You know, like whatever those things are. It's a weird job, you know. Yeah, I think the the Bears will be fun as long as Allen Robinson's still going to be there, and if if Fields is chucking the rock and making some explosive plays, and Jacksonville, I like that they drafted the running back that was Trevor Lawrence's teammate. That's a good yeah, move. Yeah, Etienne. That's interesting, right? Surprised that doesn't happen more often. It happened so much in this draft. It became like one of the storylines of the first round because uh, Jamar Chase went back to his guy, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, right? Yep. Tua got one of the Alabama wide receivers that he knew. Was it Waddle in Miami? Um, Etienne went uh, with Trevor Lawrence to to Jacksonville. I think there was another one or two. It seems weird that that would happen as much as it did. I wonder how much of a factor it is. I, I mean, I guess when you're a rookie, it's nice to go to this scary new place where you got to really, you know, it's competitive and tough and different and fast and nice to have a buddy there, right? I think so, yeah. That familiarity, especially with someone in the backfield, like the quarterback running back relationship that's like if you if you can already come in the league speaking shorthand to each other then that's a leg up right you, you yeah kinda, i think that's right you know what to expect from each other and that's key i would think although it is interesting that jacksonville proved last year they had an, an undrafted free agent that ended up being their star running back robinson right for the yeah, whole year right right right, right. They prove that you don't need to draft a running back in the first round. And then the very next year, like, oh, we'll get the, we'll spend the first round pick on this guy. <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because there's always that debate. And that was one of the things that the Falcons, presumably, everyone thought they were going to draft a running back, right? They let Gurley go and they just have Mike Davis there. Um, and I kind of, there were a couple of beats where I was like, oh, they could get a running back here. And they never did, which I think is probably a good choice, even though it's not as fun, you know? Are you as thrilled as ESPN is? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm thrilled. I think not getting a quarterback was the big decision. I think they got that right, in my opinion, what my preference as a fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I kept listening to these guys. Every time there was a Falcons pick, I would watch their comments and clips, and I read all the stuff. And it was it was fun to see, like, these real experts kind of light up, like, oh, and this guy, you know, he's a little underrated, but you're, they're going to love him. So many great reports from the coaches. and yeah. He's a real football player and, you know, they had these numbers and this, you know, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see, it's cool to see them pick some defensive players, which is obviously an area of need. I was a little jealous of the Cowboys. The Cowboys picked six defensive players in a row off the top of the draft. Wow. Like, I think that kind of thing would be great. I would love if my team did that at some point. I know. But they had to get the tight end on this, you know, on this first pick and then they most of the picks after that were defense, so uh, that's fine. He's a generational talent. 43 years, highest grade Mel Kuyper ever gave a tight end. Still going to complain about it when you draft him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he still should have gone with Fields. <laughs> and then he uh, also, he was the highest drafted tight end. He went fourth overall, and there was a two-way tie at fifth overall in modern NFL draft history. And who was that? One of those two was... Um, Mike Ditka. And the other one was a guy from that same kind of era that was a name I didn't know. Okay. So it's Ditka and another dude had the tie prior. 
Well, in terms yeah. of longevity in the NFL, if you draft Mike Dick at five, I guess I guess you got your money's worth. Oh yeah, that was, that, that worked out. Yeah, he was a great tight end forever. Pitts, we got Ron Milford is our quick snap scout. By the way, he says Pitts is the real deal, and then also Etienne is a badass. I would agree with that. I'm going to try to draft Etienne in, in fantasy. I think he's going to be underrated because he's going to a place that already has a full-time running back, right? Yeah. So he's in a timeshare, but he's the Alvin Kamara in the timeshare. He's going to emerge as the guy eventually. Tony saying, I'm drafting him in at least one league. I think he's talking about Etienne. And then finally Susan checking in. I took two years of French in high school and have a love affair with Cajun, Louisiana. Me too. I'm in on the name alone. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have a hilarious thing happening in my house. I, our two-year-old is babbling a lot now, <laughs> and for some reason, she's got the la the la is is like the, kind of a filler syllable that's in her babble, mm-hmm. and so she sounds like a little French kid. She's like <laughs> la la poo poo, like. <laughs> 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 it's very surreal. Little pee pee. She literally says that when we walk the dog. Le pipi, le pipi. Je m'appelle Adam. I took two years of French too. Worthless. Should have taken Spanish for sure. Me too. Oh, I wasted wasted my time. Yep, big waste of time. Fabrice. That was my French name. Fabrice. I like Fabrice. It. My French teacher was lazy as hell. She just said, your name is Adam. Yeah, they tried it if they can. But mine was, my name was so weird. They just went, you can just pick whatever you want. And I went through the list and I was like, Fabrice. That's a cool name. I never heard a name like that before. I literally can think of maybe five words in French now. Yeah, me too. La Fenetra. The window. La- Bibliotheque. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I could say. Is that you- a library or bookstore? I think that's the library. <laughs> Maybe if I went to the bibliotheque more often, I would know for sure. <laughs> I can't think like, yeah, like Je m'appelle Adam, Polybou Francais. Yeah, uh, I, I, got, I got nothing. I took German with Glenn. That drove me crazy. That was in college. This is how obnoxious Glenn is because he was better. He had he had a better mind for memorizing stuff, which uh-huh. is key in language study, especially. Yeah. Yep. So we would have a German test the next day. We were roommates at the time, so we'd be sitting there studying and studying and studying. And at, he would always make this big show of like standing up, closing the book, and going to bed. And I would still be sitting there studying and studying. And invariably, we got the same grade. And it was just like his way of like going, eh, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Like, oh, jackass. Who's smarter now, would you say? That's still him. He just doesn't apply himself. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't know, man. He got his ass to Key West and he's he's – Managing to live a life in Key West, so. Oh, he's great. He's a great teacher. He's a good dude. He's thoughtful and interesting. He's awesome. I love Glenn. Yeah, it was, it was good to talk to him. Do, yeah. we have, uh, do we have some all-pro lines this week? Yeah, we could do a few jokes. What do we got here? We wrote a bunch of jokes about Aaron Rodgers. How do you not? We got to warm you up for Bob and Tom. That's right. When the, when the Packers say they have love for Aaron Rodgers, they mean Jordan love. 
Huh? <laughs> it turns out the Rogers rate is pay me, fire him. <laughs> He's threatening retirement to get what he wants. I tried that with the comedy clubs. I'm still waiting to hear back. Aaron went to the Kentucky Derby this weekend. He didn't make any public statements, but he did put some money on a horse named Bye Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when the Seahawks were at the goal line when the Super Bowl against the Patriots and they threw the pick at the goal line and everybody blamed the play call and nobody blamed Russell Wilson of for course. throwing the pick? Yeah, of course. It's the same thing with, with Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, blame him for this being a mess. How come nobody blames him? It's weird. I don't know. Because they all like him. Yeah, I, I think that's right. It's the same reason with Russell Wilson. We like that guy, and so we didn't want it to be his fault. The Jets drafted Zach Wilson from BYU, a Mormon in New York City. What could go wrong? <laughs> There's the tag from my buddy Tom Simmons. His mission is to convert third downs. The Jets drafted two guys named Michael Carter. Did you see that? That's a weird one. Wow. One running back, one safety in the same draft. Two Michael Carters. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a problem I've never had. When I played for the Jets, yeah. I was the only Kostaki Economopolis. Biggest name in linebacking. <laughs> Devonta Smith fell through the cracks. Yeah, he's 166 pounds. That's going to happen. <laughs> I haven't weighed that little since early high school. <laughs> Booger McFarlane was defending him. He said, size isn't a skill. I've been telling women that for years. <laughs> All right, we'll close on a one-liner. Deshaun Watson's under a lot of pressure. He should get a massage or something. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That, was that when I walked off the stage when they came back? They'd had to cheer more. Oh my God, I love the way he sips water. <laughs> He's so good. How does he do it? <laughs> he claims on inappropriate sexual conduct with masseuses. I love it. Love it. Love it. Good stuff. <laughs> the Texans are ready to move on. They drafted a kid. Yeah, well, they have to get ready somehow. They got to get ready. Encore. Barry wants an encore. <laughs> it's as good as it gets tonight, Barry. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> it's good to see you buddy you too pal i love this football news stuff i think we're gonna get more news with uh this character from uh, wisconsin we're gonna hear more about what's going on in the next couple of weeks it's very likely and i think you know just the the way that the world is moving these days it feels like there's optimism that maybe there's fans in the stands and things are back right. to normal so people are gonna enjoy football in a way that they couldn't last year right so they announced the dates of next year's draft in Las Vegas, I hey. believe April 28 to 30, something like that. I'll see you there. Uh, and May 12th, coming up here in uh, just about 10 days or so, the schedule announcement that's actually on the calendar with mm -hmm. the NFL. This is this is the day we tell you when and where the games are, and all the single game tickets become available. Set your calendars. Yeah, I'm actually interested. Andreas always beats me to the punch and texts me like, oh, we got, we're either going to the Niners or the Seahawks. Like, you know. Well, Trey's like a source for Adam Schefter at this point. 
Like he he's got his eye on the ball. He's he's yeah. he's on the pulse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He pays attention to the details. <laughs> well, it's good stuff tonight, man. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. It's always good to always good to hang. And even and even Glenn was good. How rare is that? <laughs> we love you, Glenn. Thanks for coming on. Come join us at All Pro Lines, everybody. Where whatever your favorite social media platform is at All Pro Lines. Yes, sir. At Aaron Hodges. You want to follow me? Yeah. At, at Quick Snaps Snaps Show. on Twitter. Patreon.com slash Quick Snaps. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.